The murdered superhero's apartment smells like cotton candy and popcorn. And blood. Lots and lots of blood. I pat around the place in the blue plastic booties that the crime scene investigators make me wear. I'm trying not to step on any evidence, but it's almost impossible. The poor girl's remains are splattered everywhere. Suddenly I hear a voice from a few feet behind me. You didn't waste any time getting here, did you, Bonnie? Mardi Gras bites it, and presto, here you are. I don't bother turning. Why give the douche the satisfaction? Somebody dies, I don't piss around. Somebody super dies, you mean. The douche is Lieutenant Tank Driscoll, Isosceles City PD. Don't let the scrawny five-foot-three frame fool you. This guy will roll over you like a tank if you let him. Something happens to one of your own, and you come a-running. Right, Fox? I don't argue with him, because I can't. It's all true. I work internal affairs for the Superhuman Protectorate, investigating crimes involving superpowered suspects or victims. And yes, I'm superpowered too. But the fact that there's a superhuman corpse splattered all over this apartment isn't the only reason I rushed over here. See, I happen to know this shit's about to hit the fan in a big way on these premises. A giant way. You might want to move your people out of here. I look at the balcony window, where I see my image reflected against the darkness outside. Five foot eight, slender, short brown hair and a bob with wispy bangs. Not bad for a thirty-something woman. Okay, forty-something. Next, I look up at the ceiling, wondering when the shaking will start. Moving them out might be a good idea, just for a while. Why? So you can poop all over my crime scene? Tank snort laughs like the greasy little prick he is. <laughs> no thanks, Fox. Again with the Fox. It's the nickname they have for folks like me. Superhumans charged with oversight of the superhuman community. As in the Fox guarding the henhouse. As in we can't be trusted to watch over our own. Which is bullshit. At least in my case. The douche doesn't know who else lives here. How could he? I'll bet the only way he figured out this is Mardi Gras' place was because her torn-up costumes hanging from the ceiling fan, red jester's cap and all. Somebody's coming. I turn and glare at him. Trust me, you don't want to be here when they get here. Tank sneers and strokes his thin black mustache, which makes him look like a villain out of an old silent movie. Why's that? Did you call and give him a heads up? No, Dingleberry. Too late now. I feel the floor vibrating under my feet. It's because Mardi Gras has a girlfriend. Tank scowls. He's about to say something to the effect of so effing what, but then he does the mental math and wises up, because he feels the floor vibrating too. Putz that he is, he still doesn't pack it in. He's still standing there with his metaphorical dick in his hand when the girlfriend roars up and crashes through the wall. I'm guessing she sneaked a peek with her X-ray vision en route, or she might have come through the front door instead. So Tank finally gets a look at Mardi Gras' girlfriend, who I tried to warn him about. You should see the look on his face, because standing in the rubble of the wall is none other than Hurricane, the most powerful woman on the face of the friggin' planet. Maybe the most powerful human being, period.